the far post. Can he get a shot off? It's Ferreira to get a second. Yes, he does. Goes in off the hands of JT Marcinkowski. Thomas Ferreira has picked up the second. It's 4-2 Houston Dynamo. Welcome back, guys. My bad. I know it's been a hot minute, but we are slowly getting back to how things normally are done here at uh, Houston Dynapod Studios. Well, hey, welcome back. 15 with Finn, we just smashed the shit out of LAFC. I figured what what better game to make my comeback after following that destruction of the former first place team in the West, Los Angeles Football Club. First things first, Lionel Messi's coming to MLS. That's cool. I mean, I, it's good for the league. I could care less because I'm a Dynamo fan, but it's going to be great for the league. I guess it, it kind of makes us look like a retirement league, but whatever. The uh, exposure on an international level is going to be priceless. So that's, uh, I don't want to spend all t- a lot of time talking about Messi. I'm sure me and Joey will later. But uh, lineup-wise, now... Apple put it as a 4-2-3-1, but we all know we run a 4-3-3. Uh, Quinone's got the start along with Aliyu and Bossi. Ace, Ace, Artur, and Coco. No surprises there. Uh, the back line was Gaspar, Sviachenko, Mikhail, Escobar. That was a little... I was a little shocked there, I guess. I don't know. Maybe picturing Mikhail at the left back. Sviachenko and Bartlow were Steris in there, but... Uh, Sviachenko's going to stay. He's going to be in there to stay for real. And it looks like Mikhail is as well. But I'm, I'm comfortable with Bartlow and, uh, and Steris as our backups. And, uh, of course, Stephen Clark and Cole. So, statistics-wise, where would I put those? God dang it. It's been so long. I don't know where to look for stats. Um, XG, we beat them. Possession, they won. Total shots were the same. We had the same amount of big chances. Uh, let's see. Passing, they were, they were better. Corners, they crushed us. <clears throat> Accurate passes, they were better as well. But, dude, it was an exciting game. Right, it was it was a good, quick, fast start. That's something we don't see all the time. Uh, we got it done there early. <coughs> a lot of pressure on LAFC in the first uh, couple minutes of the game, and then wouldn't you know it, Nelson Haha Quinones fucking curls one into the bottom left corner. That was beautiful. That gave me like shades of Sun Young Min from Tottenham. The way he scored that goal, <clears throat> lovely, lovely goal. Uh, I will say the back line does not look or feel the same without Teenage Adebe. It doesn't, not at all. Uh, Eric Sviachenko is exciting. You can see his involvement on the uh, set pieces. He's the target, man. Ace Ace is looking for him every single time. He is the target. And that's cool, because we know he can score. He's going to get up there with his head. He's going to put some put some goals in the net. I think he's got 27. He 27 goals over there in uh, the Netherlands or Denmark, whatever league he was in, for Michelin. Scored quite a bit of goals. Quite a bit of goals. Quite a bit. But uh, I heard one of the announcers said, they pronounced his name Puik? Buick? B-I-U-K? Apparently LAFC spent 7 point, well, I don't know if this was a, a mistake, $7.1 million on this under-22 initiative. $7.1 million. Unless I saw this incorrectly, or heard this incorrectly. That's absolutely insane. $7 million. Somebody's going to have to look this up. Steep Buk from Croatia. Apparently, LAFC spent $7 million on him. I'm going to tell you right now, he didn't look like he was worth it last night. He didn't look like he was worth $1.7 million. That's a crazy, 
crazy amount of money to spend on a U22 guy from Croatia. Uh, talked about Nelson's goal. Dude, that was crazy. His goal was fucking nice. He's really... Nelson Canyones has really changed the last couple of weeks. And I know I've, I haven't been on here, but I have been watching. I did not watch the 6-2 uh, the match. I was busy for that one. They got destroyed. And then I think I missed the St. Louis match. But, yeah, this was a good one. This was a good one. I was like, you know what? Depression's kind of tapering off. Dynamo just kicked the shit out of LAFC. Let's go into this. Let's, let's get back on it. Now, Ibrahim Aliyu, I'm going to go and tell you this right off the bat. I think that he is just built different. I don't think that we've had someone as good as Ibrahim Aliyu up top. Overall, all around, the speed, the strength, the ability to hold the ball up. I don't think we've had anybody like him in Houston in a long time, if ever. Who would be the closest? Brian Ching? Wondolowski, who we got rid of before he really peaked? Ibrahim Aliyu looks like he could definitely be the real deal. Uh, also been battling some allergies, so this is fun. But dude, Ali was good. I wasn't, you know, he's an unknown quantity coming in from uh, Turkey. I think it was Turkey. But, man, his fucking pace, some of the stuff I've seen him do uh, in the Open Cup match, dude, he is fast. He is strong. And he can use both feet. He can get to the byline. He can cross. He's... <clears throat> 20, what, 21, 22? I think, uh, I think the writing's definitely on the wall for Sebastian. And I'm telling you right now, even Ivan Franco. I think that uh, both of them will be on their way out because I think they're like a package deal. But whatever, you know what? Uh, we got two DPs that aren't even playing. One's out for the year in teenage. The other one doesn't fit the system. So I would imagine we got to try and move uh, at least one of those two on. It's two international spots for guys on the bench. Two international spots for a guy that's not even getting in, right? Ferreira's not getting in. Thor is obviously the the better choice right now. But anyway, let's move on. The fourth and final goal was scored by Franco Escobar. And I, I think I've said this before. I don't know if I've said it on the show, but I've said it on social media. Franco Escobar is my favorite player on this team right now. I'm going to tell you why. Number one, his fashion sense. If you look at Franco Escobar every time he rolls up to the stadium or every time he's at one of these team parties, T-shirt, jeans. T-shirt and jeans. He's just chilling, right? I love the ink. He's all tatted up, right? I love his attitude. Yeah, he's going he's to get you a stupid yellow card. He is. But his ability to go forward, which we saw last night, his goal-scoring ability... He's really coming into his own. That right side of our fucking defense is stout. It's it's quite stout. No matter who you put there, whether it's Steris or Sviachenko or or Bartlow, whoever's next to Escobar, you're playing on a side that also features Artur. So that right side of our defense is pretty stout. The left side has a guy named Herrera, Mikhail, and Gasper. Gasper did not have a great game, but hopefully he's okay. That injury sucks. We brought in all these left-footed guys, Gasper, Schmidt, Smith, teenage, all these left-footed players. And now we've lost Schmidt, Gasper, teenage. And now we're left with uh, Brad Smith, who did not see the field last night. I don't know how they're going to do this now. Because your right-sided guys is where your attacker is. Well, oh, Escobar and Smith are kind of attackers. 
Steris is not. Mikhail is not. So hopefully whatever happened to Gasper isn't serious because we both, we know that Tate Schmidt and Teenage are done for the year. So hopefully whatever's up with Chase is just uh, is temporary. Hopefully it's temporary. But yeah, on that back line, dude, Franco Escobar is my favorite player. He is a player for sure. Fucking player, player. And I absolutely love him. Love him to death. He's just he's so fucking good. Uh, speaking of guys that are getting good, Nelson Quinones and his speed, he absolutely abused Hollingshead. Like, he destroyed him. Number one, Hollingshead, fix your mustache. Okay, this is not 1970s police force. All right, you're not the cop from Yellow Jackets. Fix it. Number two, God, we got some speed up top that we didn't have before. All right, we haven't seen Quinones really unhook hook his horse like he did last night. Where he's really going at guys one-on-one -on -one and driving past them. Him and Aliyu create a totally different option up top. It'd be nice to see uh, Coco put that shit together in the final third. Because if that can ever happen, if Coco ever puts his final third together, this attacking unit is going to start pumping in more goals because it's starting to come around. Right? Our, our style of play and how we're going to do this is 100% starting to come around. The goals are coming. The patterns of play are forming. I told you all, you just needed to wait and be patient and give it a little bit of time. Now that we've given it some time, take a look at it. Take a look at what Ben Olsen's strategy is doing. Take a look at what his players are doing. Take a look at the goal lines, the last two games. What was it? 4 0 and 4 1? 8 1. Yes, yes, we were outscored 9 2 on the road. But in the next two games, we went out and did an 8 1. A 4 0 and a 4 1. So, I mean, it's coming. And the clean sheet versus LA is huge. Absolutely a, a massive. Now, during my uh, my super sweet depression, uh, you had the MLS All-Star voting. And I noticed a lot of people from the Dynamo didn't have Hector Herrera in the midfield. Look, if you didn't vote for Hector Herrera as a midfielder for the MLS All-Stars, I personally think you're stupid. I don't know why you would not vote Hector Herrera as one of the All-Stars for MLS. The guy has been absolutely phenomenal this year. His numbers are great. Three goals, three assists in 14 matches. 7.8 rating. I mean, what, what do you want? What, what else has he got to do for you? He runs the entire team. He's had every game he's had, aside from Sounders, he's been a 7 and up, 7s and 8s, every single one. He's been man of the match multiple times. How people did not vote Hector Herrera as an MLS All-Star is beyond me. I, I, don't, I don't get it. Not at all. Uh, second half of this match, I thought Bossy was so clutch. His his penalties, man, he just puts them right away. Five for five, 100% conversion rate. All-time MLS leader in that. Seven goals on the year. Uh, he does a lot of good things. Last night he did some good things on the ball, off the ball. Uh, he's definitely a finesse guy, and that's one of the things that I've noticed with this team is we have a lot more finesse guys. Finesse guys being people like Amin Bossy, like Yvonne Franco, uh, who else? I guess Coco. I, then you have these fast, powerful guys like Nelson and Aliu. Then you have these all-around guys like Escobar, Hector Herrera, uh, I guess Coco, right? Coco might be a finesse guy. We're not sure. But we have a really good mix of guys that can take set pieces, guys that can finish off set pieces. Finesse players, powerful guys. We don't just have, like, one identity. We have a plethora 
of identity in this team. And it's wonderful. We have a great mix. And that's, I think, what you need in order to be successful is you need a mixture of guys and you need a mixture of leaders and young guys and speed and strength and blah, 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 and all that. Well, Corey Baird came in. Corey Baird got in at the 63rd minute and then scored six minutes later. It's pretty nice to be able to say, hey, you know who comes off our bench? Guys like Daniel Steris, Corey Baird, Luis Caicedo, Bartlow, and Thor Olferson. Whereas last year, guys like that would have started here. Now, guys that would have started here in the past are coming off the bench. And it's, it's a much better feeling, you know? When Corey came in, all I thought to myself was, this shit's locked down. Even though it was only 2 nothing, I said, this is locked down. Corey's pressing ability and all the things he does off the ball are going to help us win this game. Not only did he score, but we kept a clean sheet. So as soon as he comes in, I always feel better. I always get a little nervous watching Nelson, but man, he's, he has come around. I think right now, if you look at guys who are playing for their jobs, you got to say they, Coco definitely is, because his, uh, his final third stuff's lacking, although he did get an assist last night. Uh, after that, really, this, this team looks pretty set. Right, Nelson and Coco, I would say, are the two that fight for their job, but Coco wins out on that because we don't have a midfielder to replace him. The only one I could see that they, they put in for Coco would be Baird, but that's not going to happen. Different type of player, different role. But yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Now we have parts where it's like, I don't know who to change out, and that's great. But this goes to show that no matter how much money you spend, like LAFC, no matter how much money you spend, it's still 11 v. 11. No one player is going to make or break your team. And if that is true, you don't have a team. You have a one-man show. Like, uh, I guess you could kind of say Austin's a one-man show with Driussi. Tottenham's kind of a one-man show with Kane. You know, you have things like that. But we, this goes to show you that when you play as a team, and when you play 11 v. 11, and you use a strategy and you use a system that works... You can beat anybody. Now, the shitty thing is we've got to go play them on the road in like four days, and they're going to be pissed, and they're going to want to beat the shit out of us. But I think we can go to L.A. after sending this message, and I think we could probably get a point off them. I think we could, but we won't know until it happens. Uh, me and Joey are coming back tonight. We are going to do an episode. Not sure if we're going to pump them out at the rate we were. I'm still not feeling great. But... We'll pump them out again. Sorry for the hiatus. A lot of shit happened. Haven't really been myself. A lot of sleep. A lot of sleep. So much sleep. But back at the comedy shows. Back doing this. Getting my head in order again. It's a good feeling. And uh, hey, things are looking good up in Dynamo Land. We're winning shit. Still not shelling out the stadium. But we did shellac LAFC. And we left a lot of people shell-shocked about what we did to them including LAFC and Steve Turundolo. But you know what? It goes to show you're not coming here to Houston and beating us. Up, oh, boys and girls. Time is up. He's got Ferreira at the far post. Can he get a shot off? It's Ferreira to get his second. Yes, he does. Goes in off the hands of JT Marcinkowski. Thomas Ferreira has picked up the second. It's 4-2 Houston Dynamo.
big shout out to my favorite band, Familiar with Failure, for the introductory music. You can find them at FWFTX on all social media platforms. Once again, that's Familiar with Failure. Check them out. Badass band. Cool-ass people. <laughs>